Okay, peeps, we're back. What's happening? It is another week of murder happy hour. Here we are. We just both smiled at you, just so you know. I'm smiling. You can't see us, but we're smiling. I'm trying to smile and be happy. There are other fake smiles, but they're smiles nonetheless. <laughs> like when your kids are like, cheese. <laughs> That's us right now. You look painful. Stop it. <laughs> they say if you smile, even if it's a fake smile, it's supposed to put you in a better mood. It's supposed to, huh? So if you just see us walking around like, uh, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to not be angry. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. So anyway, we are going to talk about some murder today. I'm not going to lie. I don't remember if this case was a listener suggestion or not. It was on my list from long ago, and I just was going through it, and I Googled this guy, and I was like, cool. There's my pick for the week. (laughs) We're doing it. (laughs) It is happening. So, today we are talking about Jack Unterweger. I am not sure if that's how you pronounce it. How do you pronounce it? You made a face when I said it that way. (laughs) I don't know. He's Australian, so I feel like it's got to be something. Unter, Unterweger. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? We're we're just going to refer to him as Jack from now on. (laughs) So... Jack first murdered a woman named Margaret Schaefer in 1974. Um, She was an 18-year-old German woman, and she was found dead, strangled with her own bra. Wow. Which is not the way you want to go. Oh, that's very unfortunate. Yeah. So, Jack here, he is from Austria, And he, um, this murder is not his first crime. So between the years of 1966 and 1974, um, so he was 15 to 23, um, he was in and out of jail for various crimes such as theft, sexual assault of a sex worker, and for being a pimp. So P-I-M-P. Yeah, he he had a lot going on for him. You knew that one was coming. Yep. (laughs) um so after he murdered margaret in 1974 um he was sentenced to life in prison in 1976 and then this is where things get kind of weird so he became like a model prisoner when he was in prison and people like kept referring to him as proof that anybody could be rehabilitated and he had like this whole facade of like yeah he committed a crime but he's totally rehabilitated he did all this writing he wrote poems he wrote a novel and he actually wrote an autobiography Mm -hmm. titled purgatory or the trip to prison report of a guilty man which became a bestseller in 1984 of course Yeah. So basically, this autobiography that he wrote was to make people believe that he had been reformed. And believe they did, because in 1985, 
all these people started campaigning to get Jack released from prison. Um, writers, artists, politicians, and even a Nobel Peace Prize winner was campaigning for his release. Yeah, he had, like, everybody just a rooting for him. Which, which is, is so just strange. Yeah, just so bizarre that they were like, no biggie, tisk tisk, you did your time. Yeah, like, it's You're not good. like he slapped somebody and got sent to prison. Like, he was in prison uh, yeah. for murder. Yes, he strangled a lady with her bra. So, but all these people were, like, campaigning, and the Austrian president at the time um, wouldn't let him out. Apparently, they have some law there that they have to serve, or whatever, like, his crime. He had to serve a minimum of a 15-year sentence. But, lo and behold, he was released in 1990 after serving 15 years. Yeah. Yeah, and he kind of became a celebrity after this he was just like just kind of blows my mind a little bit yeah it's very strange it seems like there would be better people in austria to idolize than this yeah i mean murderer but whatever what do i know he wrote a book so yeah um and so his book was actually taught in schools he had wrote stories for kids and they were performed on the radio. He hosted TV shows, um, basically just like touting about that he was, you know, he did a bad thing, but he was reformed and that anybody can be reformed and all this stuff. So after he was released um, in 1990, eight sex workers in Austria, all in their 20s and 30s, happened to be found murdered, strangled with their bras. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So, basically, like, it was the exact same method as his first murder. They were assaulted, um, they were found in the woods, they were beaten, they were strangled. But, like, everybody was idolizing this guy and didn't even think it was him at all. Like, they were seeing all these murders happening, and the media you know, didn't even think about him at all. They decided to call this killer the Vienna Woods Killer because they were like, ooh, we have this new serial killer on the loose, blah, blah, blah. And fun fact, he, while he was doing all this, like, TV hosting and whatever, he worked as a reporter where he covered some of these murders. Oh, wasn't that interesting? Yeah. Some of the murders that he himself committed, he was covering them as he was reporting them. Of course. And in 1991, so a year later, he was working with the police. Um, so not only was, like, were artists fooled, the media was fooled, all these people, but even the police had, like, hopped on the Jack celebrity bandwagon. But anyway... So, yeah, in 1991, he did this right along with the police. And then he decided to come to the U.S. So he was writing for a magazine. Um, he was doing some sort of story on, like, how people viewed prostitution in the U.S. versus in Europe. And he went to the United States. And lo and behold, three sex workers showed up dead. Huh. Yeah. So at this point, they were on to him. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's about he time. Even, like attempt to switch it up. Like he's just such a thing. No. Man. I know. He's like, well, I like this way, so I'm just going to keep it. Well, it's funny because he, so as I was reading this and like researching it, he kind of gives me like Ted Bundy vibes, you know, just because like, you know, he's kind of good looking, he's charming, you know, he's got everybody fooled. So, but anyway, so they're on to him. So they finally gathered enough evidence to arrest him. And they were kind of on a wild goose chase. Um, He and his girlfriend were traveling through Switzerland, France, and then ultimately ending up in the United States. And this is where they found him. So the FBI actually tricked him into meeting with them. They said that they were reporters for a magazine and that they wanted him to tell his side of the story and, like, do this whole story or whatever. But... He showed up, and it was the U.S. Marshals arresting him in Miami, Florida. Gotcha. Gotcha. So a couple months later, he was extradited back to Austria. Um, He ended up being charged with 11 murders, um, which included the ones from Austria, one in Prague, and then three in California in the U.S. And he was found guilty of nine of these murders. And... What I found interesting in Austrian law at the time, they, I think they only needed like a majority. They didn't yeah. need to be unanimous. Yeah. So he was found guilty six to two um, and was sentenced to life without parole. Which good. Like how but, many chances does the same feller get? Well, right. And I mean, he's just going about, you know, oh, rehabilitation works. I'm this great person. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Who, like, I just thought this was interesting. Like, you commit one murder and go to prison, and then they release you, and then you become a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Austria. <laughs> Drop yeah, the ball on that one. to be so smart over there in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> this was in the, I was going to say, this was in the 70s, but I guess by the end of it, it was in no, the 90s. No, it was the 90s. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, shame, shame, Austria. Yeah, they're supposed to have such a better society than we do. Yeah. We don't want our murder. Well, we probably do some murderers walk. I should just zip it. But right. we actually, we don't, we, if you're listening from Austria, we have nothing against you. You probably no. do just fine. We do, <laughs> we're, yeah. not, we're not bashing you at all. No. But it just shows that some people are sociopaths and cannot be rehabilitated. Yeah. No, this guy was a nut. But yeah, but he, uh, yeah, so they found him guilty, sentenced him to life in prison, and that night he killed himself. Hmm. Don't they always? Yeah, so that's the end to his story. But yeah, he, um, he was diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder, which sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm not real inept on all of the you know what I mean like I'm not real up to but he seems very like you said Ted Bundy-ish like right yeah I just think yeah I just think it's super interesting like I don't know the psychology behind serial killers but Mm -hmm. yeah so he actually is Austria's most prominent serial killer 
Which again, good job, Austria. Yeah. He could have been in prison, but, um, but yeah, so just a couple things from his background too, um, that obviously contributed to his life as a murderer. Um, so his mom was a sex worker and it's actually believed that he was the illegitimate child um, of her and an American soldier, mm-hmm. supposedly. Um, but he never did know who his dad was. And actually, in his book, I believe, either in his book or an interview that he did, um, he said that his desire to kill sex workers was because of his mom and because he was abandoned by his mom. Um, and he had to live with his abusive and alcoholic grandfather growing up. So, I mean. But his mom was actually in jail when she was pregnant with him for fraud. So she was quite the little lady herself. And she got he got taken away from her because she was in jail again. So, like, clearly following the, the cycle. Right, well, right, and that's the thing, and it's not like he got, you know, to live anywhere better if he was with his abusive grandfather, so. Into the life of crime he went at the age of 15. Yeah, 15 years old, like, that just kind of blows my mind. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so, and then, so I have this quote here that I thought was kind of interesting. Um, I found this from an All That's Interesting article. Um, A quote from Jack that he said, No theme is more poetic than the death of a beautiful woman. There is an age at which a woman must be beautiful in order to be loved, and there is an age in which a woman must be loved in order to be beautiful. Hmm. Quite the little artistic murderer he was. Yeah, he was... Oh, I don't know. He just (laughs) gives me kind of creepy vibes. I mean... Oh, absolutely. Like... Yeah, like I said, just kind of Ted Bundy vibes. Like, you look at his picture, and he just seems like, like I said, I mean, yeah, like, normal. Like, not my type, but, you know, like, good-looking, decent, whatever. But yet you look at him, and you're just like, ooh, there's just something a little off there. Yeah. But, yeah. This one's pretty pretty cut and dry, but he's there was an interesting one to read about, just because Mm -hmm. he was quite the saga, I guess. Yeah. But it. Yeah, kind of a short and sweet one, but it was interesting. That's okay. Nothing wrong with short and sweet. But yeah, guys, until next time, send us your suggestions. We are covering, like, pretty much our past. Well, we're not sure about if this one is or isn't. <laughs> last week's case was a suggestion, and the one we've already picked for next week is also a suggestion from mm-hmm. uh, one of our fans. So... Yeah, so chances are, if you give us one, we'll probably do it. Yeah. So shoot us a message, Insta, Facebook. You know where to find us. <laughs> we don't need to keep telling you. <laughs> but we're gonna. <laughs> we're gonna, yep. So until next time, guys, stay safe. Stay safe. and Lock, lock your freaking your doors. doors. Bye. Bye.